1: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company SI and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
2: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast.
3: Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first listen. listen.
4: It's Danny G, executive producer of the Covino and Rich Show. Enjoy your weekend. Here is the best of the best from this past week on the show. And also, have fun with the divisional round of the playoffs.
5: Hmm.
6: Let's go, baby! Things that make you go, hmm.
7: Things
5: that make you go, hmm. 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 My that first mustache
7: it. you're rocking makes me go, mm.
5: my wife likes it. I don't know what to tell you. It's, I, very, I, it's I,
7: very Ted Lasso. The minute
5: she's trying to take him out of the game. The minute she stops jumping on me, then I'll shave it. I think um, that
7: she wants to be with like a Flanders type of porn star or something.
5: <laughs> yes, sir, Steve Kerr. It's very Lasso-like. <laughs> it um, is very lasso Observation number one from the weekend, before I get into football, Danny G came over yesterday and we watched yeah. the games together. Danny G goes chicken piccata when ordering Italian food. I see no crime in that. That's a good choice, but I don't know anyone else that chooses chicken piccata. How was it, Danny? It was really good. Okay. Observation number two. You and I disagree completely on something. I like piccata. I think Andy Reid... Had frozen snot in his mustache. No. Just and you're a bozo. He That's had a why you runny nose, no. and it was gross. And you guys, like, it's moisture. Such no. a little toddler boy.
7: That still photo a of Andy Reid, or boy, you are that I it's posted. It's the moisture from him breathing out of his nose. The condensation <laughs> builds up. The moisture builds, and it freezes
5: his nose.
4: Imagine That's- what Rich's mustache would do right. in Kansas City. Right? I know. No,
5: because what I'm watching yeah. as they go to you know break yesterday in slow mo. There's Andy Reid, and I took a picture, and I'm like gross Snot-sicles. You've had had snot know, such- uh, you've never had real it's not i know you're icicles you've never had real you
8: don't understand exactly thank you Danny. you know i know it's it's the condensation. Oh, okay.
5: Of, oh, you mean the con- condescending? You're, you're, is that what you meant to say? Yeah,
8: condescending. Your breath has moisture in it. Yes. When in changes in temperature, the moisture collects on
7: your facial hair, and then the air freezes it. Bro,
5: has got snot go. in his mustache. Not no, really. and he was
7: very well aware. They Science. asked him, "Are you aware that your mustache frozen is frozen?" He said, "Yes, I'm aware of it." Do you think if it was boogers, he would have left it there the whole time on national television? It was just part of the deal. You have facial hair; it starts to freeze after a while. They're out there; it was negative thirty degrees. So that was Rich's big observation. <laughs> I know and all the hot takes here. We're getting to your phone calls now at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, and play along at home at Covino and Rich. They weren't snot stickles or whatever you call them. It was just. It was cold. It was so cold. It was so cold that Mahomes cracked his helmet.
5: It was that cold that people's helmets were cracking, people had snot in their mustaches, and the other observation is that, put a dollar in the jar, Taylor Swift... Looking through the foggy windowed suite, everyone's like, that's got to be your album cover. If it's not... <laughs> you can't help it, yourself. It looked like Chevy Chase in Vacation when he's looking out the window. <laughs> Rich Davis,
7: our resident <gasps> Swifty. Actually, I saw the best meme. It was a great pick. I'm with you on that, Rich. The best meme was, that's me looking into my neighbor's house because I refuse to play for Peacock. <laughs> I refuse to pay, so that's you peering in on your neighbor's window. So... How about that? Any observations on the whole peacock? You know, I I situation. do, but uh, I know Danny G paid and he couldn't even watch. What's up Dan Buyer?
9: Guys, very rarely do we have games going on as you were talking about. The yeah. Bills have just taken a Pittsburgh turnover. Immediately after the turnover, Josh Allen has hit uh, Dawson Knox. Excuse me, Dalton Kincaid. Knox was the first one. Kincaid the second one. 29-yard touchdown pass. Extra point is good. It's now Buffalo 14, Pittsburgh nothing.
7: And just like that, 14-nothing. Nice. Wow.
5: We missed it. Did you see it? I saw it, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I'm not angled the right way. I was more looking I'd at – have to look away from Rich if I were to do it. I was more looking at Josh Allen, 85 yards, wow. getting closer to 220. <laughs> All right. Um now, things that made you go, hmm, the Peacock
7: game. I think we're seeing what the future holds in the NFL. We're going to be paying pay-per-view for the big games moving forward or pay for streams and
5: yeah,
2: however
7: it's going to work.
5: I don't think they'll ever be pay-per-view, but I, I do think that the streaming providers will continue to bid on these things, and if they win the bids, we're going to have to pay the, whatever the monthly subscription is. Danny G, I know Peyton had some difficulties. Danny, you and I had complete different experiences. Mm -hmm. I said that it was crystal clear. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought the Peacock feed was fantastic. Meanwhile, you had issues.
4: Yeah, I spoke to listeners who didn't have a problem, and then other listeners said their feed kept freezing and buffering. With me, my wife ordered it. Stop uh,
5: stop stealing your neighbor's Wi-Fi.
4: (laughs) (laughs) She got emailed the receipt that, We paid and we were good to go. And then it just kept giving us an error screen on our TV. We tried it on all our devices. Just no luck. We were so frustrated. And uh, Peacock did reach out. We're going to get a refund. But it just stunk to miss the game. One thing I'll say, I hope they use some of their earnings to upgrade their app. Because I had Peacock maybe like a year ago to watch that show 1923. And we had problems with freezing and buffering and problems using their app back then. So they're kind of known for
7: being an app that has issues from time to time. The NFL continues to lean into the Taylor Swift mentions and showcase,
5: I guess. I don't know what you would call it. You did see her a lot. I don't know if it's so much a showcase as... You know, handful of times they pant to her in the crowd, and I have no issue with that. You I know who does? I'm, po- I'm just pointing it no, out. I was you know who does? If you want to talk about things that made you go, hmm, he already rubs a lot of people the wrong way because he's a bit extremist with his views, I think. But you see Tony Dungy? Tony Dungy's like, and this is why the fans are leaving, and it's uh, it's not enough about the game. It's like, oh, did, oh, shut it. up, Tony Dungy, you hey, old you
7: know, fart. There's a lot of people that feel that way, though. There is. I'm not one of them. But I do acknowledge that not everybody cares. Not everybody cares, dude. Not everybody's a Swifty. But she got a lot of camera time. So, I mean, you can't help but notice things
4: what that about, made you go, hmm. What about were there people in your circle who just flat out refused by principle alone to pay for the app? I know my dad did. He's like, I'm not paying for And he's a huge NFL fan, but he just flat out, I'm not paying.
7: You know what, Danny G? I don't know what I would have done. I just turned on my Peacock app. And it worked, so I guess I'm paying for it already. You've already been yeah, paying for it. I guess I've already it. been paying for it. Uh, I don't know if surprise. I would have it. Yeah, I know. Surprise, surprise. surprise.
5: surprise. I'm like, wait a second, I got it? Surprise, mother ever. Well,
7: <laughs> you know, I had no problems with buck. it. I got no problem really paying even 4 dollars ni- I don't want to pay $4.99 to watch this game, but hey, whatever, man. I hey. enjoyed it. It was a fun one. It was $5.99,
4: and they gave 30 minutes for quote-unquote free on NBC with the QR code up on the screen and it was like a little infomercial like time's running out now you only got 15 minutes until this feed is interrupted
5: you know what it's like it's like uh, certain websites and I get it you need to pay writers but how many times have you clicked on an article and it's like oh don't subscribe to the athletic or something and you get to read it for 20 seconds and then also a, a pop-up happens I don't know if I, I, I get it But, man, it just keeps adding up. And we've talked about it. You don't want to sound like the old guy, but we we, we, we The
4: regular season? Yeah, we talked about this last night. I could see it happening during regular season.
5: Playoffs? No. Yeah, would you be mad if when college football ended, if you said, hey, those final weeks where the NFL is able to do a Saturday game, if it was like uh, you know week 16 through 18, we got exclusive Peacock and Amazon games. I'm not going to hate on that. I get it. It's business. But the postseason should be accessible to anyone. In fact, what's one of the things people love to say about football? I think Dan Dan Byer pointed out the other day. Football is very easy to find. If you're a soccer fan, how the hell do you watch it? If you're an NBA fan, what day are they playing? Is it on your local provider? Is it the TNT game or baseball? It's all the local providers. Football is very clear. Fox, CBS, NBC Sunday Night Football, ESPN, ABC Monday Night. It's as simple as it gets. And I think fans don't like any confusion. Fans don't like confusion, and they don't like significant others
7: in the headlines, it seems. And we're seeing a lot of that. Not just Taylor Swift. You heard a lot about Matt Stafford's wife. I mean, she's in the headlines a lot, but you heard more and more about it throughout the weekend. She had oh, yeah. issues with I on, fans. I have, I have a theory. You, you see Brittany Mahomes. You know, there's a lot of talk, a lot of coverage from the significant others and even through social media, you're just seeing more and more of it. So they're putting themselves out there, and it makes you go, hmm, because there's storylines there as well. And speaking of significant others, let's talk about the exes real quick. And when I say exes, I mean the ramps, because I think Goff got to prove his ex wrong to some degree. I thought that was sweet revenge that made me say, hmm, and I know you sort of disagree with that, Rich. Too. I mean, if if the Rams didn't win a Super Bowl with Stafford, then yes, that's fine. He knocked them out of contention for a Super Bowl this year, so I thought that was a bit of a little bit of a sweet revenge there. No, it was nice. So? I,
5: I felt I felt nice for Goff in that moment, but the Rams still won that trade. They won a Super Bowl. I mean, the
7: Lions, the Lions won Lions one playoff. Story's game. not written yet. I mean, it was their first. In 32
5: years, I thought that was a nice little... I I think what it proved is that... Little punch back from Goff. Jared Goff is still a a legit NFL quarterback that could lead a franchise. I mean, he took the Rams to the Super Bowl. They just bumped into Belichick and Brady. Got the better of L.A. Uh,
7: Again, I said a little revenge. I I know he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet, but that's got to feel good. And that is the sentiment. That he proved his ex wrong. Whatever motivates you, I think, is a good thing. So I did... Take that away. Made me say, hmm.
5: I have another thing that made me go, hmm. And it it leads into next week because I'm assuming Buffalo wins this game. Sorry, Steelers fans. I'm assuming it's 14-0. Buffalo's moving the ball again. I, I just. Two and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Yeah. I mean, it looks like this is a Buffalo game, right? To win. That would mean that the Houston Texans go to Baltimore and we know the Packers are going to San Francisco. These young teams that are full of excitement and promise—that some would argue, we didn't even expect them to be this far along this soon—is the party over? Does their glass slipper, you know, does their pumpkin, does their carrot turn into a pumpkin at midnight? Is the party over for the Texans? What you're asking
7: is, will there be a reality check for the Packers? And the Texans, these young teams that are playing well, these are Actually, young, hot, scary not teams even playing well. They're playing like they're the teams to
5: I beat. I mean, they're young, hot, scary teams. So, are they about to both hit a reality check? Will it be it's a like, reality check, or are these the teams to truly be aware
7: of? Because I'll tell you what, the Texans look scary good. Remember, we were talking about how good pitching stops, good hitting, and how the Browns' defense was going to stop the Texans. Where was that? Nope. Like it, it, it didn't even seem like they had any chance
5: of stopping the Texans. Danny G. We don't want to be prisoners of the moment, which is one of our favorite phrases. Yeah. And the Packers are yeah. scary, dude. We, I mean, uh, <laughs> we,
4: we learned that from the great Ben Maller, don't be a prisoner of the moment.
5: The the Packers and the Texans both young teams that weren't even expected to make the they postseason. They both look dominant at the right time.
4: Yeah. I think, Covino, you and I, we were texting that during the game. C.J. Stroud, I talked about how I just think he's special. He's got that it factor. Mm-hmm. So we kind of expected that going into the game. But their defense, especially getting Grenard back, their sack leader, that defense surprised a lot of people. Yo, dude, their
5: defense looks sick. But you, you could say, here's the thing. C.J. Stroud, Really likable, fun guy to watch. I'm a D'Amico Ryan fan. I'm a Niners guy. So D'Amico Ryan's to me is is, is, a, is a great coach. Arguably, you know, rookie coach, rookie QB. What a what a great story, right? But take it a next step, Cabino. Is it realistic for either of these teams? Should they just be happy they won and that's it? Like Danny G, do you see that, like Texans, is it realistic for them to go into Baltimore and do anything but try to keep it close? I mean, or or is it the playoffs and anything can happen?
4: Feels like anything can happen this season.
5: Dan Byer, are you thinking reality check in six days for Houston? Or are you like, wow, C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryan's they got, they got a good young team, Nico Collins, looking like he's catching passes all over the place? Or is the party over Saturday?
9: I don't think that the party is over Saturday. And the only reason I say that is because they played in week one. And the Ravens completely dominated Houston, as they should have at that point. And I just think it's hard to dominate a team two times. So specifically for this instance, I don't think that the party is over. Plus, I expect the Ravens to have some rust.
7: Yeah, dominate Uh. them. Hold on. There's so many factors. To dominate them twice is tough. They're not the same team they were the first time Mm -hmm. around, right? They definitely uh, found themselves and got into a groove. And you add that rust... That's a great equalizer right there. This is going to be a battle.
5: Trust me, I'll be rooting for Houston. I, I'm a Niners Dude, fan, as you know. So any like any played against the Browns, that's a battle. Th- there's few things that I, you know, knock on wood, for all I know, the Packers on the other side of things could come out and surprise the hell out of my Niners. But as a 49ers fan, I was talking to, you know, Bo and Patrick in the editing room. And, it's, you know, as we love to say, sometimes your team has a window to win. In that window of time, if they don't win, they may never win. Under that coach and quarterback. Right now, with the Cowboys out, the Eagles look like they fell apart. We'll see tonight. If the Ravens were somehow upset in the AFC, the 49ers, like, if this isn't the year for them, then they may never be. I got to tell you,
7: the the narrative or just overall feeling has changed so much because it went from the Eagles and your 49ers, Rich, have been pretty much dominant all year, but I thought they were a lock. Until I saw how these young teams played this weekend. I'm like, yeah. you know
5: what? It's not as much of a lock as I thought. We, we were a little off on that. We were sitting in my kitchen table yesterday. And when the Packers were sort of wrapping things up, we said, let's not look yet. What do you think the line will open at? What will you think the line will open at for the 49ers Packers game? And we all guessed seven and a half, eight, maybe eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Opened at 10. And now it's down to nine and a half. So sentiment so is still in. 49ers over the Packers by 9.5. Yeah, the sentiment still is. Hey, it's it's the Niners rested at home. Now it's back up to ten. Cold as yeah. hell. And I like the fire
7: that Mahomes is playing with. He looked pretty accurate. He made some really great plays. You know, he stood up to the defense and cracked his helmet going in there. Props to him, man. I think Patrick Mahomes is back, and that's dangerous because it's the perfect time for this team to start clicking. 262 yards, one touchdown. We were hard on the Chiefs all season.
5: Like, what's going on with them? They're not the Chiefs. Well, Guess what? I feel like they're starting to look like the Chiefs. I've dude. said it before. The Niners have won a Super Bowl at 10-6. and six. The Packers with Aaron Rodgers, he won his one Super Bowl at ten and six. Dude, I don't think Nick Wright is so far off the mark. They I were. What he's saying. I mean, they were eleven and six this year. They weren't slouches. It's not like they got in at eight and nine, and you know they were the seventh seed or they won a bad division. They were eleven and six. You know, one game, one game below the Niners, the Lions, the Cowboys. You know, like oh my,
7: oh my. So, no, but Pacheco looking good. They're rushing looking good. Mahomes looking strong. I don't know. I think Nick Wright is onto something there. And we sort
5: of downplayed him for good reason all season. Looks like they're back just in time. So another observation. I know you could say too much of a reaction. But is there part of you that thinks, well, Tua might not be the guy? Or is that a really, is that jumping to a major conclusion? Jumping. Jumping? I think it's jumping. Jumping.
7: Yeah, I, I I agree with Danny G. I do. I do. Because they have a decision to he's make in Miami. Really, he's a really good quarterback. And he doesn't Come play on, well yeah. in the cold. They established that. Well, they better get home field I know. Yeah. Hey, more reason to play at home, I guess, because I think that had something to do with it. I really do.
5: All seven seven ninety nine 877-99 on Fox. Is this one of those decisions you don't want to make? I mean, they're not going to make it now anyway, but, you know, when you get in a fight with someone, that's not when you make a decision. Like, you, you know, Spot's always quick to say – Write the email. Don't send it. Let it sit for a minute. Right? Yeah. Take a breath. Take, take a, a pause. breath. Like, let take a, you know you don't you don't Reflect. write an you don't write an email in a passionate moment and be like send. <laughs> you know, like sometimes when you're fighting with your wife or girlfriend, you ever do the whole little like I right, let you know what? Let's take a breath. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go take a walk, get a cup of coffee, because nothing nothing good could be accomplished in that moment. Like Jerry no, Jones. Me
7: and my girlfriend don't fight. <laughs> Jerry Jones. <laughs> no, make
5: it, no, I never fight with my uh, significant other. Jerry Jones. Making a coaching and quarterback decision now, or the Miami Dolphins making a decision now—don't you think that's a little reactive? Like, sit on it, relax. Don't send the email yet. Essentially, <sighs> I think the Dallas
7: Cowboys are sending that email. Yeah, I think that situation is a little different. I think that's I'm
5: way not, different. Not, not trying to sound, that, thats Super Bowl. Or I'm not, for I'm not that. trying to sound rude, but Jerry Jerry Jones is. Dude's old, like yeah. If he, he wants to win, it, to win now, I mean, guy, he I has mean, to win now. I mean, how old? Spot, can you age check real quick?
7: One hundred and eighty-six. It says think, here on a Wikipedia. Yeah, one
5: hundred eighty-six
7: and one hundred and eighty-six years well, who's old. Who's older, Dick Van Dyke or Jerry Jones? Jerry Jones. Yeah, he's the oldest guy. 80, alive. 80, oh, oh, he's not that old. He just looks old. He's eighty-one.
5: Not eighty-one. 81. Yeah. But I'm spot. saying times a ticking. He's past life expectancy, and I'm not wishing anything bad on Jerry Jones. Get it straight. What I'm saying is, the I guy heard LeVar it, Arrington say, any other year. Maybe his
7: job is safe, but when you have so many qualified coaches out there and you lost to the Packers, yeah, good luck. Your job's in jeopardy, no doubt, no question. Especially when a Super Bowl or bust, Josh for. Allen, know. Josh oh, Allen, rushed for holy a crap! Wow. Josh
5: Allen just ran for like a sixty-yard like beast yard beasted yeah. on yeah. touchdown <laughs> He just
4: flexed. No. I'm sorry, I
5: was listening no, no, to you, no, that but was, that was dude, absurd. That was an
7: incredible run. I, are cows throw, cows look at of that. There. People uh,
4: are throwing snowballs in the air as the
7: celebration. Two-yard run. 50. That was like a legendary run, especially with this reaction right here. That He's was awesome. He's born of the cold. Yeah, that was a sweet, sweet highlight, guys. You're gonna know see that all night long.
5: And the crazy part is we've. Great runs by Cunningham, Steve Young, Lamar Jackson. We've seen that was just yeah, it was from the there 40. was something about like I'm amazed how fast he is. Like, he Look, he burned at. everyone at the end. The last 20 yards, he burned and then the... flexed. Man.
9: Watch it again. Watch how the Steelers don't want to tackle. Yeah. And, and, and oh, yeah? it sounds yeah. like I'm jo- they have no interest. Guys
5: just slowed up. Nobody yo, went was, after him. Like Danny, they don't want to deal with the cold. Yeah, Dan Dan buyer It's interesting. Not only the cold stings. You don't want to hit a quarterback. I was, say, I was watching. Yeah, I was watching the Dolphins Chiefs game. One of my buddies who is a Dolphins fan, my buddy Scott, and he was adamant that every time Patrick Mahomes left the pocket, there was a hesitancy to put your hands on him. And it's a layer of the game that we just have to accept. It's not so. It's not just one team, but if you have a mobile quarterback the other team seems to show that hesitancy of, like, yo, I want to rip into him, but I can't because... Well, uh, (gasps) tell Matt Stafford that, because I think he got a concussion. (laughs) I know. Jeez. His eyes were rolling. His (laughs) eyes were rolling.
7: That was a hit.
9: I, I don't agree with in this situation. Like, you know that you have to bring Josh Allen down at some point. I just think that they just assumed somebody else was going to do it. Well, He gave you a little stutter step. He was really... He was only touched by about one defender. It was... Ridiculous. I got to see yeah. the replay again because yeah. it just looks like yeah.
5: he was wide open there. And uh, and you know what, Dan Beyer, you, you look at that play. Now you say the interception in the end zone and now that run. That game went from what looked like, ooh, it could be 14-7 to 21 nothing. It's The game's it's over. So it's, yeah. But yeah. at 14-7, you're like, oh, maybe the Steelers are hanging in and –
4: this would be a great time to shout out Tony in Colorado. He couldn't stay on hold, but he says he's a big CNR fan. He's a huge Steelers fan, mm. and he asked me to pass along a message. Can you guys pray for his team? Uh,
5: I mean, I would have said, said, co- yeah. said a couple Hail Marys a minute ago, a couple of our fathers, but too late now, Tony. Uh, let's go to Dan Byers, speaking of which, for an update. Dan? I'll, I'll give Pun- him a quick glory B. It's a short one. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended for this one. Pittsburgh kind of weathered
9: the storm. They were about to get back in it. You know, after the 14-0, a lot of emotion. You're right. That interception killed him. And then Josh Allen, as you guys were describing, rumbling for a score. It's going to take a little bit, but here it is. Here's the
1: snap. Blitz
5: coming. Allen steps up in the pocket, going to take off and run. Has the first down and more to the 40, to the 35, 30. Breaks away. 20, 10, 5. Touch- down Josh Allen. Yeah, give him a flex, Josh. You just schooled them with their back turn. Wow. For a huge touchdown run of 47 yards. It's 53 yards. He was on his own side of the field, faster than a speeding bullet.
6: There it is. WGR <laughs> 550 of the Bills call. Radio Network. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
7: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LaVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask?
10: I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: Do you love Selena?
10: Like, really love?
0: Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
8: And Stan, we do over three
11: whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon.
0: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
5: Right now, let's do it. Let's Showtime
1: at home.
6: Mike Tyson was a maniac. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Put an ear to this if you're a boxing brainiac.
11: Sorry to interrupt. Mike, no disrespect. Patrick Mahomes here. It's Showtime Mahomes Trivia. It's a Tyson Tuesday takeover.
10: This is like, disrespectful.
11: I,
4: I, no one even told me about this.
11: I'm really sorry, Mike. You get the week off, Mike. Let's go.
4: All right. Happy wow. Tuesday. And our security here at FSR, they're bait. walking broke uh, Patrick bait. into the main studio. I am
11: back. Check the stats. <laughs> oh, 262 Patrick. yards, yeah. one tutty. Yeah, nice, hey guys, uh, nice I a, ice bowl. Yeah, um, I'm still cold from that game, but uh, I brought you guys a, a little chance to see my cracked helmet. I, don't know, oh, wow. I want you to see it before I take it to Canton, Ohio. They already called me for it. <laughs> it belongs in the Hall of Fame, belongs in the museum, but uh, what a great game, guys. Good to
4: be here. What's going on? Uh, and how do you like your matchup against Buffalo.
11: I like it a lot. Yeah, we're back. (laughs) Back, baby. I'm back.
4: All right, let's meet the contestants. 21-time winner Rich Davis. Yo, what's up? In for 12-time champion Dan Byer is Monse Bolaños. Monse, what's up? Hello. And six-time champ Spotty Boy right there. Going for number 17. Looking to win a CNR Stainless Steel Swiggy. Swiggies. The first of our new batch of giveaways. You know, I get one of those bad
11: boys.
5: Uh, maybe. Take it back. Maybe. Take it back to the team, to the uh, locker room. You know, fun fact, I just read about Patrick, by the way. Yeah. And I mean, you're here, buddy. This is only the second time in your career you are a playoff underdog. Playoff underdog. all so good. <laughs> stats are in. I'm back.
11: All right. We all right. It. We got it. You're back. you're back. Hey, and when I say stats, 23 million. Yeah. Tuned in to see me beat the Dolphins. Just you, yeah. yeah just me. Just you. A $23 million, the most-streamed live U.S. <laughs> event ever in history. Uh, just saying. I'm back, baby. Okay. I'm here. I Someone- didn't watch
0: it because yeah. I didn't pay.
11: Yeah, well, you're you're cheap like that. (laughs) (laughs)
4: All right, let's see who our contestant is. Monty, I'll use you for this. Okay. Oregon, Missouri, Montana, Florida, or Virginia Beach?
0: I mean, I guess we'll go Missouri.
4: Missouri? All right, that would be Matt in Missouri. What's up, Matt?
0: Hey, Matt. Hey, how's it going?
4: What do you do for uh, work there in Missouri?
1: uh, I'm an insurance guy. Insurance. Insurance. Nice.
4: Yeah. All right. Here are the rules for Showtime Mahomes NFL Trivia. Bundle and safe. The first (laughs) contestant with two correct answers is the champ. If there's a tie, we have a tiebreaker question. Your name is your buzzer, but you do have to wait until all three possible answers are read. If there's two wrong answers in a row, we move on to the next question. Are you ready? Ready. Let's get it on. All right.
11: I'm here. I'm here. I'm back, baby.
4: Here comes round one.
11: All right. Patrick Mahomes here. Who was the first player ever? to win the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, which was just called the NFL Man of the Year Award at the time. Is it A, Len Dawson for the Chiefs, B, Johnny Unitas of the Colts, or C, George Blanda of the Raiders?
1: Matt. Matt. George Blanda.
4: No. Ah. Sorry, Matt. Can you repeat
11: the question? Patrick, first player to ever—could you like listen next time, buddy? Uh, first player ever to win the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. First. It was the NFL Man of the Year Award at the time. Okay. Len Dawson A, Johnny Unitas B. I'm gonna go Johnny Unitas. Rich.
4: Rich gets the W in that category. Yeah, yes. All right. There you go. 1970. Yeah, very first recipient. All right, round two. Rich is on the board as we go to round number two. (laughs) Get that smug look off your face.
0: (laughs) Does it ever come off? No. (laughs) Wow.
11: (laughs) Somebody put a frozen helmet on this guy. Uh, Which of my fellow NFL QBs finished as the leading passer for yards in the 2023 regular season? Tua, A, Tua, B, Jared Goff, or C, Dak Prescott? Monsey.
4: Monsey. Dak Prescott. Oh, hey. oh, yeah. Matt, you going to get Matt. in there for the steal? Matt. Yeah, Matt,
5: go for it.
1: Jared Goff. No. Spot oh,
5: Tua. You know what, even I let you guys try to get one once in a while you're just not, you know, smug. See, smug, yeah. smug. Never, uh-huh. comes right. uh, never, never comes Tua off. The answer Tua finished on top of
11: 4,624 uh-huh. passing yards. There you go.
4: Yeah, more than you had, Brocchic. That's
11: all right. All right, we move on to round three. He's back. I'm back, back baby. <laughs> uh, um, I hope to have a lower number. How many regular season interceptions did the great Brett Favre throw in his career? A, 289, B, 336, or C,
5: 349? Rich, A, 281.
4: No. Oh, <laughs> oh confident. So Pulled the oh, VJ so Husky smug. there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Matt for the steal. 336. Yes. The is wow. B, correct. Matt wow. gets on the board. Oh, that's what he and I believe uh, Favre is the only QB to throw over 300 for a career.
11: Damn. And, uh, and send unsolicited picks. <laughs> 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 I don't know any other quarterbacks uh, <laughs> that have done that. That All have right. done that. Uh, right. so you don't know about um, so Round Rich, four.
4: Yeah, Rich and Matt both on the board as we move to round four.
11: All right. Who holds the record for the longest kickoff return in Super Bowl history? Oh. A. Jacoby Jones, B, Desmond Howard, or C, Ron Dixon? Monty. Monty.
0: Jacoby Jones.
3: Yes.
11: Yes. Oh. Hell yeah. She's on the board. Oh. February 2013, 100-yard. 108-yard touchdown return. Mm-hmm. Halftime, Ravens beat Yeah, right after Niners, halftime, remember? 34-31. Yeah,
4: don't remind me. Yeah, Rich was there.
11: I remember Devin Hester, there. too. Devin Hester jinx. had a nice one. I was there. <laughs>
5: people people thought it was Beyonce. My head knocked the lights out. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right. Rich, Matt, Monsey, all on the board as we go to round five. All
11: right. Patrick Mahomes here. Always a pleasure. Which team set the record for the most yards in a single season? Was it A, the 2000 Rams, B, the 2013 Broncos, or the 2011 Saints C, uh, Rich.
5: Rich for the win. Gonna go with the greatest show on turf, the Rams. You would be wrong. Oh! Again, and which uh, team set the record yeah, for the most yards in a single yeah. season? So Matt, happy.
4: Matt got in there. So Matt for Thanks. the win. Thanks. Who? It's B or C left on the board.
11: He said Saints.
4: Oh, he said Saints. Thanks.
11: Thanks. Yes!
4: Nice. Matt is Matt. the winner oh, boy. Nice. of the game. And not You're only right. did you just beat Rich, but you are the first recipient of our stainless steel Swiggy. Yeah. A very beautiful exclusive gift from the Covino and Rich Show.
11: Thanks for getting Swiggy with us. And uh, yeah, for the record, the Saints had 7,474 wow. yards. Congratulations, Matt. And uh, hey, guys, be rooting for your guy. Let's go. You're back. Bye, Patrick. I'm back. Back, baby.
5: Later. Security. I'm back, but I gotta go. All right, no, take a back. All right, guys. You know, Later, guys. uh thank you, Patrick. Oh, you forgot your helmet. Later, guys. <laughs> we said uh give oh, oh, yeah, hold yeah, hold on, on. my out. helmet <laughs> back. All right. Later so, guys. Take your crack I, with I you. I do think that cracked helmet should be somewhere in the Hall of Fame. That if it's not already going Canton, have you heard any updates on I that? I thought so too. I thought it was that was like a historical Cool moment that we'll never forget. Like, not that it meant anything no. crazy other than what a cool, like, wow, it was so it cold was this so helmet cold cracked. That, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It,
4: it was so hard for him to get comfortable in his backup helmet. Do you see how many times I had to adjust it?
7: You know, it is one of those Cause things. Because it like, was frozen. Yeah. I don't, I, he said after the game, <clears throat> I'll do my best impression. Uh, I guess we got to figure out a way. Like, <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty right, good, so, right? You sound. He said like something
11: him. about like. Uh, I guess we got to find a place to store the other backup helmet, just in case, because it was frozen when they gave it to him, so he couldn't put it
7: back man. on his head. Oh, no, that's man, that that sucks, actually. Yeah. yeah. So he when when you saw him messing with it, it's because well you think about it, right? You got the football helmet on. Your body heat is is making it warm and adjustable, and is forming to your face. This was sitting
5: there. I'm being serious. It it would be like, I mean, I'm not even joking. It would be like taking a new helmet out of a freezer. Yes. So he couldn't adjust it.
8: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey,
4: what's going on? Yeah. Happy Wednesday, where Rich Davis is a Disney adult
7: today. You know what? I want to talk about that. We have lots to get to. Rich is there with his in laws and his kids. So he's off the hook, I guess, regardless. But there's a whole culture. I feel like La Reina, you might be part of it. I'm not sure. Where you just go with your girlfriends. let's <laughs> see that face. Right? Disney adults. And it's I know you have face. a daughter, and I know you go with your daughter, and you have mm-hmm. passes, but you see this a lot. Adults that go there without any kids. Oh, yeah. And again, I could see how people think it's creepy, but I could also see how people love it. I love Disney cartoons. I love Disney rides. As a kid growing up, way back on a Wednesday, it was like, A fantasy of mine to be like someday I'm gonna go to Disney World. I finally made it when I was about ten years old. My parents finally took me. But you know, I always loved that stuff. So I don't see it to be as weird as adults who go to kid movies without kids.
3: Okay, yeah, that's that's a weird one,
7: right? Isn't that the Danny G? That is the weirdest by far. Not to love Pixar,
4: but it's okay to go to Disney by yourself as Look, an adult.
7: You're going to theme parks, you're going with your girlfriend, you're going on the Ferris wheel at Disney Adventures, whatever. You're going on the Incredibles roller coaster. I could see how two adults could have a good time reliving their childhood and going on some cool rides. You're going on the soaring ride. I could see two adults enjoying themselves a day in Disney without any kids, right? I've done it. But what if you want to
4: see Toy Story 5? I As think, adult, here's my rule. On the big screen for I like the, the real full experience. I
7: love to give you rules here, and if you agree or disagree, let me know yeah. at 877-99 on Fox. We're all getting involved today. Let's get involved. The most inclusive show on radio, Cavino and Rich. You know I that? think if you're going to the theater spot to yeah. see one of these movies, that's when you take your nose-picking nephew, you take a neighbor kid, you take any kid. If you roll up an adult without kids to a kid's movie...
8: That just looks so odd to me. That's just weird to me. Especially like opening weekend. Yeah. Like if you want to wait, if you're like a big Toy Story fan, you grew up on Toy Story and you want to go like a month in, sure. But don't fight with all these families and kids trying to go see it the opening
7: weekend. I'm not saying you're a creepo, but some people may look at you that way. Creepo alert, adults, especially if you're alone. Oh my God. If you go alone, first of all, I have a whole rule. I don't go to movies alone because I mean, that's like. I feel like that's loser behavior. I really do. And I could see how people like it, but not me. All right? Because you don't want to be interrupted and you just want to go there for the experience. I've never gone to a movie alone ever in my life. So my opinion is if you're an adult and you're going to a kid's movie, an animated movie especially, by yourself, oh, that's highly suspect.
3: It's double loser right there.
7: Double loser.
8: Back to, to Disney. We all grew up on the magic of Disney. We we're all enthralled that's with the magic of Disney. I don't as have children, as big of a problem as with children. As children, how's that proverb go? When I uh, was a child, I thought as a child I was, was whatever child. Yeah, that's exactly. And as it. I got yeah. old, yeah, 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 yeah. You fooled yeah. Me it's twice. Uh, and as you get older, you put away childish things. You can still appreciate the magic of Disney, but you can't act like a child when you become an adult.
7: It's you like, know what the, else is really crazy is some of these adults go there dressed so provocatively. It's oh. like, yo, you realize you're at a family theme park, right? That I'm okay that, with. That's a whole other discussion maybe <laughs> for another day. But I'm like, yo, you realize this is Disney, right? And you got your ass crack hanging out. I, but, uh,
4: really quick, Covino. I don't like the stigma of this. I'll tie it to sports. Okay. And I wish Ramos was here. Sorry, Lorena. I'll be Ramos. For, hey, for Ramos. This, Sean Ramos. For this reason, though, youth coaching, me and a couple other coaches on the squad we didn't have a kid on the team. And people thought that was weird. They're like, which one of the kids is yours? It
7: is weird in today's but, world. But in today's world, weird. It we're is just lending weird. our
4: knowledge to the kids Dude, in the community. And you're
7: the perfect guy. And I always feel like I could be that guy too. Hey, if anybody should be working with kids, it's me. I'm a nice guy. And by the way, I live the dad life. I have a 14 year old pain in the ass. I mean, daughter. And she doesn't play sports. So I'm like, you know who should be volunteering with kids? Me. But I don't have any and people are going to look at it like you're a weirdo. That was okay when we were growing up in the 80s, and the old guy smoking a cigar was your coach. It was a different time, different place. He also was coaching because his sons played
9: 15 years ago. Yeah! And he continues to do it. And
7: he wanted to get out of the house because his wife was a pain in the ass. That's how I viewed it back then. All right, Mr. Buttermaker, what's your deal? He just wanted to get out of the house. So here's the deal. Rich is at... Disney he's with his kids but Disney adults who go there without kids have a bad rap I'm saying it's not as bad as adults that go to kids movies especially adults that go alone that is weirdo behavior even though you may be completely innocent I'm just telling you how it could be perceived and that's my thought and feel free to share. You know what, Dan Byer? I feel like you're the voice of reason. Do you feel me on this yeah, at all? Yeah, no,
9: hundred percent. In fact, I'm giving both thumbs down on both of them. I <laughs> sure. I am not a movie guy. <laughs> I am not a Disney guy at, at by any means. The part of not only is it opening weekend with with Spot saying you can't go. Then I think yeah. if you're by yourself, you got to wait till that comes out on pay per view. Like I, I don't know what the theater <laughs> experience is going to do for you, but the only thing that I think it does is negative. Yo, like, there's dude. nothing good about it, even if it's on a last week run. Wait the next three weeks, and then you could buy it for fourteen ninety nine or whatever you need to do if you needed to see it. There's
7: no reason for you to go alone to a Disney movie. Great point. I think you're allowed to watch those movies. I watch a lot of animated films, even without my kid involved, right? Because they're good. I'm not saying you can't do that, but at the theater with a bunch of... Kids and families. Give me a break. So here's the ranking of Weirdo. All right. Here's the ranking to finalize it Disney adults who get the worst rap. Not that bad. Thank you. Okay. Not that bad because you're going to a theme park. Just dress appropriately. All right. There's kids around. Then Danny G, the coach who has no kids on the team. I want to assume he's just a good guy with a lot to offer the community a la Snoop Dogg. You see the difference? You know, C.J. Stroud played for Snoop Dogg? Yeah. That's a crazy story. I mean, so many professionals have played for Snoop, but C.J. Stroud is one that we're talking about this week. But I think that's second on weirdo scale. Because you may be a good guy. I want to assume you're just a good guy, not a creep. But the worst of all is the person, the adult, that goes to a kid's movie. The end. I hope Rich has a great time at Disney with his kids. <laughs> and I bet you he comes back making those observations. Lots of random adults with no kids around. All right. So let's get into the double doozy and then your phone calls. I see a lot of people calling, too. I appreciate that. 877-99 on Fox and at Covino and Rich if you want to chime in. Again, broadcasting live from the tire rack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So, I look at this like a nice roundtable discussion, and you, Fox Sports Radio Nation, at home and in the car, you're included. Especially no Rich as he rides, uh, it's a small world after all. (laughs) Over and over again. It was just, it's a world after all until Rich got on the ride. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I was thinking about. No. The Super Bowl possibilities, right? Everybody's salivating at the thought of football. And first part of this two-part doozy is what is the better matchup? What is the better matchup? I want to know everybody's answer here. Is it Lions-Bills or a rematch of 2013 Ravens-Niners? Weren't you at that game spot? Weren't you there and Rich knocked the power out? No, I wasn't at that one. You weren't at that one? Yeah. I was. You were at that one. Yes. Rich was there too. Well, what is the better matchup? Because there's a lot of debate on this. And I think it's kind of clear. For me, it's the Lions-Bills. I get it. You like the powerhouse teams of the Ravens and Niners going at it. That's exciting. But we've seen it. And then you could say, hey, two different teams, and the colors are already picked out, right? It lives Mm -hmm. up to the NFL script. How could you get off the script? That's part of the logo. Dan Byron, I'll start with you. you. One versus one you can never argue with, but I am going to
9: argue with it because of something you just said prior. I hate Super Bowl rematches. I like when we get different matchups in Super Bowls. It annoyed me that the Bengals' two previous Super Bowl trips were both against the 49ers. Couldn't stand it. And then they almost had to play him again the third time, but they got the Rams. So I'm completely against Ravens against Niners. If one wants to get in, that's fine. But I'm not for the Super Bowl rematch. So to answer your question of those two options, I would take Bills-Lions. But I actually have an option C. Uh, I I wanted to hear that. Can I throw an option C?
7: please. Because I was wondering, is there a a third tasty option that we should add to this first part of the doozy? And that is... A little bit of both.
9: So, Niners, Bills, Lions, Ravens, any way that you want to mix it up. For this reason, I don't want a Cubs, Red Sox World Series. You know, like if this was the 90s, I don't want Cubs, Red Sox. They both have curses. Like the Lions have a curse,
7: the Bills have a curse. You don't want the battle of the losers? Yeah, that, yeah but don't yeah. you feel like that the general public would want to see that? I think they would. And I think that they would prefer
9: it over Ravens Niners. But I like that storyline. Like the Lions making the playoffs this year and having a home game. To me the rest is gravy. And I know that they may not they may not believe that or want that. But guess what? If they don't win it this year, then next year there's another step. Guess what? Can the Lions make it to a Super Bowl? If you take the Lions and Bills and put them in the Super Bowl, not only are they both then appearing in Super Bowls, the Lions never have, if the Bills win it, then their whole thing of never winning a Super Bowl comes off the board. Like I liked it that the Red Sox (laughs) weren't winning because it was always something that you would
7: go back to. And then when the Cubs don't you have any heart at all and you think back to the nineties and you think back to norwood and the jim kelly days and you think man all those fans still waiting yeah. for a super bowl that's a nice story just do it against the niners okay Don't do it
9: against the lions
7: all right so you heard dan byer's side of it which is the juiciest matchup is it one of the two i'm talking about is it something dan byer's talking about again i'm saying lions bills or again the colors are already picked little bit out of both is option c yeah option c a little bit of both ravens niners or option c danny g which one gets you rubbing your hands together <laughs> Like a fly on turds.
4: I hate to make this personal, but I will. Um, and Rich Davis, if you're listening right now on your cell phone at Disneyland, I love you to death.
7: He's on the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> ride right
4: now. He's not listening. I oh. would love to see his Niners lose to the Ravens again, just so we could see Rich lose his Shitzu puppy. <laughs> just Dude. so we could see the rea- and hear the wow. reaction from Rich,
7: and he would. I've Yo, seen yeah. Rich cry over sporting events I I saw him cry when the Mets Uh, lost in the playoffs I've seen him I saw him cry when Tom Brady won and he's not even a Patriots or Buccaneers fan I've seen Rich cry I think he'd cry if the 49ers lost in the Super Bowl again he's told
4: us on several occasions he feels like this is the window for the Niners if they don't win it this season He's like, I don't think they're ever gonna win in my adult life.
7: Okay, so wait, yeah, he keeps saying it's their yeah. little window. It's their window, it's their opportunity. It so you're know. saying Ravens Niners, you want to see the yes. Ravens win. And again, with Lamar Jackson, and he's shutting everybody up if that happens, you know, saying and proving that he could win those big games. No one ever questions Lamar Jackson regular season and what his potential is. But he gets over that hump. He's the legend. That's the storyline you like. So Danny G. He's saying, Ravens, Ravens, Niners, go to Ravens. La Reina, any of those get you excited?
3: Well, now that I'm all sad about Rich being depressed if his <laughs> Niners lose, I'm over here like, I'm going to go buy him some tissues for when he needs to wipe his tears. Well, let's
7: remember, he'd also be upset if they didn't make it, right?
3: Right. Uh, that one gets me excited then. But I was I was really excited for the Lions and the Bills because I've been watching the Bills pretty closely. Me too. Um, And I'm really excited. I think that's going to be a really good matchup. I'm
7: going with that one, you know, and that's nothing against Rich. I'd like to see his 49ers take it too. Again, we're talking if you have no team in the race, which one excites you the most? Again, that's my first part of the question. Spot, anything for you? I
8: I like the Lions-Bills for the exact reason that Dan Byer hates it. I think that having that, like, either team getting some sort of, like, you know, redemption after all these years is great, and I think it, it will create a sexy matchup, Ooh. and especially for the fans. Sexy. Both sides sexy. Both sides are going to be so invested in that matchup. So I, I I like it for that reason. Here's here's my
9: issue with it. When the Red Sox won in 07, it wasn't even close to what it was like in 04. Like not even not. Even, and, yeah, and then but how,
8: and they, when is this going to happen again?
9: But that, thats like the, that's that's the point of it. there's always something like hanging out there. maybe maybe the bills will go for another 30 years without appearing. but I, I think with Josh Allen it, it, I think that they they will have a window and that story continues and it actually just gets better and better the more that it goes on and of like can you know can they survive? Can they break the curse? And if we're breaking two curses with you know one Super Bowl, Man, a little bit of both is the way to go, guys.
8: All right. you. You're
7: saying spread the wealth. Yeah, yeah. he's saying option yes. C. Yeah. Spread the wealth. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little, uh, little mix-up for Dan Byer. So, Fox Sports Radio Nation, I ask you part one of this question, which matchup do you like the most? Lions-Bills, Ravens-Niners, or option C, like Dan Byer said? And part two of the double doozy is this. Think about it. If you got your dream matchup, How much would you be willing to pay to watch it? The Chiefs-Dolphins game on Peacock was the most streamed live event in U.S. history. We talked about this on our bonus podcast, Over Promised, on Fox Sports Radio's YouTube if you want to check it out. The Peacock-exclusive wildcard game garnered 23 million total viewers, according to Nielsen. And NBC said in a release that the game set records for the most streamed live event in U.S. history – and was also responsible for the most internet usage ever in the U.S. on a single date, consuming 30% of internet traffic during the Saturday night game. So people dished out 5.99 dollars to watch a wild card game. Now you got the football fans, but you also had the Swifties, right? You had the casual fans. That's why they put this on Peacock. It was an intriguing matchup, but it also had... That megastardom of Taylor Swift and the whole Kelsey storyline that people or the general public casual fan seems to love. But my point is, did you hear that number, guys? 23 million total viewers. Now, I believe last year's Super Bowl was about 112 million viewers. Spot, if you want to double-check that, I'm pretty sure it was. The Chiefs-Eagles, like 112 million people tuned in for the Super Bowl. It was one of the highest-viewed Super Bowls of all time.
3: Because of Rihanna.
7: But I don't know about that. That's
3: definitely because of Rihanna. Ah, man. Well,
7: that was lackluster for me. I'm just saying. Uh, 115.1 million. Oh, 115. Okay. So 115 people tuned in last year for whatever reason. Just 115 people. 115 million. If 23 million were willing to pay for a random wild card game, don't you think the NFL's making note? Well, hey, maybe in the future... And Profet and I argued about this on the show the other day. Maybe in the future, you're going to be paying to watch the Super Bowl. This better not happen. So I've been throwing it out there to my buddies. And I'm like, well, if this is what happens, because we all failed the test. If we didn't pay for the Peacock app, we went to a buddy's house to watch it, right? How many real fans missed that game? Not too many. 23 million people tuned in. I feel like the NFL is now saying, well... In the future, we're going to team up with another network. We're going to put it on the app. We're going to do some sort of pay-per-view. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to do it. No one cares about the sponsors anymore. No one cares about I the admit, commercials. I, we haven't cared about I the commercials disagree. in years. Yeah, I, no, I think the people do. Dan, we have yeah. the commercials have been leaked on social yeah. media and on YouTube like for the past 3 years. They don't have the same impact. So I feel like No, but the prices is- Oh, okay. Like that, 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 that's what the tipping point's going to be. Yes.
9: Is if you can make more by putting on a pay per view as you could for selling it a 60 second spot to someone else, yeah. that's what's going to do it. But they're, but the, the advert, the money that they get from each one of those spots, even though it may not have what it's been over the past couple of years, still ad rates are at all time highs. So that's what I think would be the the tipping point. I feel like
7: they'll still find ways to incorporate sponsors if it's pay-per-view or not. I still feel like they'll make money that way and with people paying for it. I'm just saying, based on what we saw with Peacock, you know the NFL's wheels are turning. I'm saying in the future, right? But how much would you be willing to pay? You just said in the future, Cove. They would have to have
4: a hell of an app to handle that much traffic. Because me and some others had problems with that Peacock app with 23 million people logged in. Can you imagine
8: 115 million people?
7: That's what I'm saying. Maybe like five years or so. I I think they'll figure that out.
8: Approximately $500 million in ad revenue comes in during a Super Bowl. At least that's as last year's data. Right. So if 115 million people are watching, if you charge $5, it's a push. So you could easily charge for an event like that. $20. $20. Dude, easy. Easy. So easy. easy. And if Yo, you figure I a pay. lot of people are throwing parties, Here, here's that's going to minimize thing. the amount of people paying for it. But still, if you charge like 20 to 30 bucks for a Super Bowl, you're going to make way more money than selling at. So a lot what, of
4: us football fans don't like going to Super Bowl parties because there's too much chit chat, too many distractions, well, and you can't focus on the game. I
8: mean, I, you would argue that like the, the Peacock 23 million people, uh, while a big game, was not like a party inducing type of game. So. Super Bowl is a party inducing type of game. But the amount ima- if you had 23 million people watching just a random wild card game, easily can top.
7: What that. would you be willing to pay? What's the maximum price? I know the overall sentiment is going to be man, that's greedy of the NFL, right? People are gonna complain about it. I get all that. But at the end of the day, you're still gonna be willing to pay because you're not gonna want to miss it. Whether it be the game, people talking about it at the office on Monday, or to see the halftime show.
10: I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: Do you love Selena?
10: Like, really love?
0: Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
8: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our
11: podcast, Becoming an Icon.
0: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
5: The Baltimore Ravens eat roughly 60 Uncrustables a day, equaling 7,500 in a season. The Smuckers Uncrustables, the peanut butter and jelly, Prepackaged sandwiches, prepackaged PBJs minus the
7: crust, the uncrustables. I looked up their nutritional value, by the way. And this is the beauty of being in your twenty-somethings, being able to eat whatever you want. Total fat nine grams, twelve percent. Saturated fat two grams, ten percent. Trans fat nothing. Cholesterol nothing. Sodium twenty-two grams. Carbs twenty-eight grams. Sugars ten grams. There's only six grams of protein. I thought there would be more. That's why I looked. I'm like, well, how much protein? Because surprisingly, Rich, certain things that we used to snack on, like Yoohoo, like a lot of fitness guys are like, well, if you're not drinking a protein shake, have a Yoohoo or something because there's a lot of protein in that. I thought maybe there'd be yeah. more protein. Yeah, dude, you're
5: a <laughs> middle-aged guy reading labels right now. And and listen, I do the same thing, which makes you— You're right. Well, that's the point. Think back. When, when you see guys like Michael Phelps and Floyd Mayweather Jr. and they're, how they're talking about how they have McDonald's every day. They're burning Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan said he had McDonald's breakfast Every day. You could do that, I guess, when you're the most elite athlete in the world. Yeah.
4: You know, I've been looking at the contents a lot lately because I haven't been, I've been trying to avoid sugar the past couple of months. Yeah.
5: You look fantastic, by the way, Danny.
4: It makes a big difference. It does. Get Get rid of the soda unless it's a zero that you can actually stand. And even that, don't drink it a lot. But the one snack that we used to just house, and in middle school, I remember buying the ones that even had vanilla pudding in the middle, the Hostess Pie. Remember
5: those Bro, pudding those those pies, snack pies? Do you know how bad they are for you? Yo. My buddy and I had a joke about how we can't find vanilla pudding pies anymore. So anytime one of us would go to like a truck stop and find it, <laughs> we'd actually mail it to the other guy. Those things have a shelf life of like a decade because yeah. they're, they're <laughs> the chemicals in them. But they Dude,
4: are five hundred to one thousand calories in one little pie, Bro. and the sugar twenty five grams of added sugar.
7: Yo, I got I got three. You ready? Yeah. Again, based on the uncrustable story. We ask you on a throwback Thursday, old school and 50 hits, what are those snacks you used to pound, you used to house like Doogie Howser? You would house these snacks, but you just can't do it anymore. But you look at them and look back fondly like, oh, me and you had some good times. Dynamite. For me, I'd go bowling like every Saturday, Sunday. I used to bowl all the time. And I'd go there and I'd buy a Taylor Ham sandwich. Who do up you from think Jersey. you are? I am. I, I was like little Pete Weber, right? <laughs> But I would house pizza flavored combos, man. Oh, pizza yes. flavored combos, my favorite combo. Nice pizza flavored combos, like dude, by the bag,
5: right? I wouldn't have serving size, serving size, serving size for losers. I drink the, I eat the whole bag. You know, what you'd be terribly saddened by what what is the recommended serving size yeah, it's like for three oh, little man. pretzel nugget for,
8: for a lot of snacks you mean it's not one bag
7: no,
5: exactly <laughs> i think there, i think there was a meme going around where it's like how insulting to say a serving size of oreos is two but dude i i'm telling you like this was like uh my snack of choice
7: as a kid when i was little i'd come home from school my dad ran a vending business so i had constant snacks everywhere right my dad always had hawaiian punch dude i would drink Six cans at a, oh, at a time. If I came in from uh, outside playing wiffle ball, playing some tackle football, I would guzzle. No wonder you had a tooth
8: infection <laughs> yeah, this past weekend. Dude, my
7: teeth are shot. Oh. He has, I think, eight root canals. But, yeah. dude, when's the last time tooth. you had Hawaiian punch? He had a tooth collapse on him once. <laughs> and not only that, how about this? I think this one's more relatable. This okay. is gross. Are you going to tell about the powder thing? Uh, kind of. Not, not, not cocaine. Oh, hold bro. on, hold on. <laughs> dude, <laughs> when I was a kid, a snack that I can't do now... It's more of a drink, again, not only Hawaiian Punch, but mom's iced tea. And I say mom's iced tea because she would put like 14 scoops sweet of the sugar in a sweet tea, uh, but actual the sugary-ass mix, 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 mix. mix, she would put so many scoops of sugar into that bad boy that I think I was addicted, and I would drink Kool-Aid, Tang, and those... Iced tea mixes by the scoop. I would eat the scoop of sugar oh. out of the you'd out eat, of the can. You eat, <laughs> eat the powder. Yeah, I would eat <laughs> the like powder your, by your, the scoop.
4: Your very own pixie stick. Exactly,
7: but by the scoop. And I can't do that anymore because I'm an adult. But would you like mix water in your mouth? No, with it? you would I just would do
8: pure, sure, dude, just a straight sugar God. man. And then he would cough at a powder. Would you, oh, yeah. then would, would you rub it on your gums when you were done? I oh, yeah. so <laughs> addicted to the snacks, man. Dr- <laughs> drug addict though, here. Love snacks. Oh man,
7: did uh, I tell you I used to snort pixie sticks? Did I tell you that?
8: You did. No, I untrue. By the way, but. Y- you mentioned dunkaroos. Yeah. yeah. Before that, because that was I feel like a little bit around or after our time. The cra- remember the craft cheese packs? Was it craft or whatever cheese Yeah, spread? I remember yeah. those. With the little red stick and the crackers, you would have to <laughs> ration it out. Yeah. And you would spread it on. It was that fake cheese. Yeah, for sure. I love that. That stuff
5: I always had for snacks at I, school. I would. And, and listen, I, I know my brother, who's a thin guy, but when we were kids, your metabolism was oh, off yeah. the charts, right? My younger brother would eat absurd amounts of food. Like He'd go to McDonald's <laughs> and get a meal and then be like, and two additional cheeseburgers. Like, you remember For doing a that? Kid, like, you would yeah. get a meal, and you, as my mom would say, growing boys, you would house abnormal amounts of snacks after school, after playing, after baseball practice, after soccer practice. Abnormal. Again, in sugary drinks. You mean any Snapples I would drink in a row? I'm not, I'm that not was a very popular. Remember the, the rise of Snapple on the East Coast in the 90s? Yeah. I would have, Rich took the- Wendy to his prom. <laughs> Wendy from Snapple? Yeah, I remember that. Do you know? The drink that Snapple makes, Orangeade? Yes. It's like a sweet, nice orange drink. I would house like three of those a day. On Long Island, as you know, bagels are a big deal because Italian food, bagels, very New York East Coast. I would have a bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel, and I'd be like, put extra butter on that sandwich. And then I'd say, in addition, give me another bagel with butter. I know what you used to We we were gross when we were kids because you were – you know what it is? Kids now – now I sound like an old guy. Kids now are on their damn iPads. Kids aren't playing the way we did. When we were younger, I feel like 90% of the day, I was running around like a little maniac. And so then you'd run inside, <laughs> eat some donuts or whatever. Load up and go back out. And load up and run back outside.
7: Oh, dude, so- I know one you had because your parents would buy these. We grew up on the East Coast, Danny G. I think you have them, though, out here. The Entenmann's soft little, soft Entenmann's chocolate chip oh, cookies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, dude, if let's say my parents bought those, that box would be gone in an afternoon because
5: we'd be housing those, watching cartoons and running outside. I mean, do you think... If it was up to you as a kid, because I see my son doing it now who's three and he's a little beast. My son will want to eat a whole bag of, you know those little donuts, those hostess to mini yeah. donuts? Oh, yeah. He'll want like more, more. If I let him do it, he'd the eat the powdered or the bag. chocolate but, yeah, ones? Either yeah, either one. Oh, but forget But when, when you're a kid, your metabolism is a different you thing. You don't care, man. Yeah, you're eating all that stuff. What about like fruit snacks? Dan Byer, were you uh, into gushers or <laughs> his fruit roll-ups uh, or fruit you, by the
9: foot? You guys touched on it a little bit earlier, but cocaine, I can't do it <laughs> anymore. No, um, Not like you used to.
7: Not
9: like- <laughs> 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 Along. Along those lines, pun intended, fun dip.
7: Oh, oh, yeah. you, know the, you know what the best part of it's
5: Fun well, Dip was? The oh, stick. No, the stick of yes. Fun Dip was great, too. Yeah. It yeah. tastes like chalk. I loved it. <laughs> but you also that I had <laughs> to <liquor> ration.
9: <laughs> do I just finish these sticks when <laughs> I have like a pouch and a half of cherry and grape yet to go? I couldn't even get through a pouch now if it, because it kind of made a comeback. Yeah. I would say, you know, maybe the last decade or so. But I tried it once, and I'm like, what was I doing? Dude, I still eat Fun Dip. Denny. Really?
5: Yeah. Every the, once in a while, no. if, I ha- if I see it laying yeah. it around. Danny J. Danbyer at my daughter's little league games. I remember I was coaching T ball. Yeah, you know, they have the little snack shack like all little leagues do. I I think after we were kids, like when we were maybe teenagers in our twenties, they stepped it up with like those things that look like little baby bottles. Oh yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah. it's like goo. It's like sugar goo. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what are the kids? They're just drinking sugar yes, g- liquid. It's
7: just next level. It's like really just. Speaking of the snack stand at a little league game. When that good humor guy or the ice cream guy would come, you know, you guys were housing either bubble o' bills or fat frogs or something like that. King cones or yeah. you were housing all this stuff. How about oh, I got one. When you were a kid, if your mom bought a box of ice cream sandwiches, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, you ate like six of them in one serving yeah. size. Or some Jell-O four. pudding
4: pops—they were done. My mom would be like, "Look, I'm on a budget. I'm getting a box of Otter Pops. <laughs> stick the oh, whole box of Otter Pops in the freezer. We,
7: we, otter Pops are the same, by the way, as flavor ice. Yeah, that flavor was, yeah, ice. Flav- or ice or whatever yes, it's like, called. All right, so your phone calls now,
5: based on the uncrustable rage with the Ravens. Yeah, that, how do you end up thirteen and four and the most? Dominant team in the AFC. Uncrustables. Apparently seventy five hundred uncrustables throughout the season. That's amazing. It really is. So that, what that was really that is. Thing? Like you know what? That was a little after me. I'm I'm in my early forties. And when, when you're around that age, you just missed Lunchables yeah. and Uncrustables. Yeah, spot. No, We're the same age. I had them like, yeah. for
7: my kid. Um and remember, I'll tell you what, they're
5: super convenient
7: and that's yeah. why they they go so quick.
5: Dunkaroos, we mentioned.
7: You mentioned gushers and fruit roll-ups, all that stuff. So what comes to mind for you? Again, you used to pound those, but you can't anymore. Let's go to Jordan
5: in Georgia.
10: I'm sorry, Brian in Georgia.
5: Brian. What's up, Brian?
10: What's up, gentlemen? How y'all doing?
1: What up, buddy?
5: We're good, man. 7,500 Uncrustables for the Ravens. How wild is that?
1: I can't believe (laughs) that you all have not mentioned the most revolutionary snack in the 90s, the Hot Pocket. Oh!
5: oh yeah, yeah. Hi,
1: pockets, Pucket. but
7: you
5: needed a microwave. <laughs> what was the? F- There's always that meme, like if you want to burn your mouth, and then you
7: know. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, made you independent too, because like, as a kid you were yeah. just throw them in the microwave, shrinking lava. On yeah, that same,
6: on that same front, I mean, they never really went away. But Tostino's.
5: Totinos, 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 the pizza. I, I don't know why I add the S in there. It's, it's, all right. it's one of those ticks I've had since and I was Tostinos. A kid. Let me tell you, my wife still gets those, and after a couple drinks or after an edible or something, <sighs> my wife will be like, I'll see my wife. i what are you doing in the kitchen? She'll have a plate of 20 Totino's pizza wow. rolls. I can't, I, things
9: explode. I had a Totino's pizza this week. Not the rolls, but the actual yeah. pizza. pizza. Oh, nice. It's now a square. Mm. So it used to be round, but it's now a square. How, how was it? It was freaking awesome. <laughs> I,
5: gotta, I gotta be
9: honest. It was, I actually kind of forgot about it uh, and cooked it a little yeah. bit longer, and I'm like- I could do this again. This you know, could this could be put into the regular rotation.
6: A A I I am. You guys were talking about serving sizes. B I'm w- genuinely curious with the serving sizes on Totino pizza rolls now. Oh, probably and like d- six. No, n- probably. And like you have three. like sixteen of them. But B. Do you guys? Do you guys ever do like the bagel pizzas? Oh, oh yeah! Half of a bagel. Mm-hmm. Pizza
7: pizza. Yeah, those uh, those
4: blew up in the early '90s for sure. Covino, you mentioned the snack shack, like at a football game. Yeah, I remember the kids always lining up to get corn nuts. Oh yeah, the different absolutely. flavors: ranch flavored corn nuts, barbecue flavored corn nuts, and the OG, the originals.
7: And you know what? You know what we used to drink. At least I did growing up. But you don't see kids eating at all anymore. Or drinking, I should say. What's last time you saw kids drinking like chocolate milk or strawberry milk or just milk? Period. No, oh, who's still around. I
6: probably yeah. don't see that. Oh, you any know what? I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, on
5: Sunday mornings, every other Sunday or so, my I bring my kids for donuts, and they have like the Nestle Quick in the in the little in the in the cooler, and my kids always want the like a strawberry or milk, or like, <sniffs> like Hershey's. Oh no, they they get the the Nestle pre-made ones like yeah. At the, uh, yeah uh, okay, yeah. so. Yeah.
4: So they wash a donut down with chocolate milk? There yeah. you go. Healthy. So six, healthy.
5: Six and three, super healthy.
6: Um it's a couple of years ago when they were trying to sell chocolate milk as being like protein heavy. Yeah, yeah. that's what
5: bodybuilders will say. It's a backup. What's up, Dan Byer? I
9: just want to add, I'm sorry, I know it was 60 seconds ago, but there is a high school in Minneapolis and the Twin Cities named after the Totino founders because they gave enough money, you know, they gave... Millions of dollars. I'm sure. I, the I'd school. imagine.
5: Do they have? They have to sell Tatino it. Totino High. Right?
9: Yeah. The, could you imagine lunch at like Totino High? Totino <laughs> High. Totino Grace High School. Wow. wow. Yes. A lot of people in so, California get so, to High. The point being, all of your eating of pizza rolls has <laughs> hey. helped kids in their education. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. In the upper Midwest. It's some good.
4: Wish oh. I went to East Doritos.
5: <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of, ch- bunch of chubby kids at Totino High. <laughs> uh, you know, by the, by the way, the answer uh, you asked, the serving size. What do you think it is? What do they say? The serving size is- I'm going to say- Totino's Pizza Rolls. Four. Four. I no. thought that to Six, actually. Six. Uh, oh, so, oh, okay. That's fair. Okay. I right. can, you know, so I only double the sizing.
7: that Rich, I... you didn't used to house some Cool Ranch Doritos when they became oh. the rage? Back on the oh, East yeah. Coast, back I on the East I Coast, yeah. there's
5: uh, there's some different brands going on, right, on the East Coast and West Coast. That's just regional stuff, right? Like, out here on the West Coast, you guys aren't down with Elio's Pizza. Love it. That was a big East Coast yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking of all the different pastries. Like, for me... I like cheese doodles. I know Cheetos are the thing, but like Wise, remember the brand Wise? What has? Yeah, Dipsy Doodles, Cheese Doodles, oh, of all course. that stuff. Again, talk- so we're, we're going over to
7: snacks that you used to eat nonstop, but you just don't do it anymore because you're an adult, or you try to be.
6: You, you talking Cool Ranch Doritos there, and it just jogged my memory to a soda I don't think I see anyone drinking anymore. I'm kind of glad they don't, but Mountain Dew Code Red was absolutely massive. You when know, I was yeah. in you high
5: know, Perfet, one of my favorite stories from Cavino and Rich history. No joke. We we this is we've been doing the show together, you know, before here at SiriusXM XM for years. There was a story about a town in the south that everyone in the town It was in Kentucky, I believe. It was I believe yeah. Everyone in town had a case of the dew mouth. And they, like, got, they all got addicted to it. Yeah, everyone in town was addicted <laughs> to Mountain Dew, and they said the dentist was having issues seeing all the people. Everyone in this small town <laughs> had came terrible teeth. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> that Code Red flavor, no. though. I just don't dew remember mouth. to
7: have a specific yeah, period. Yeah, man, literally Code Red. Yo, look up Dew Mouth. Rich isn't lying. The whole <laughs> town went through some weird thing. <laughs> got and a and case an of the All oh. their teeth yeah. started to
5: rot. Uh, uh, let's go to Michael in Virginia. Michael. Based on the Ravens, 7,500 Uncrustables, what's your childhood snack? What's up, man?
1: It was cheap, and it came in three flavors orange, grape, and cherry, and that was the old school popsicle. It was cheap for my parents to get to me, and my mom hated it when we, uh, she had to do it in a lottery all the time because we would just stain our shirts like crazy.
7: Old yeah, just school. just the regular popsicle a pop on stick. stick? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Forget about it. Eat the, like, no, they come in doubles too, right? The, yeah, and you, yeah. Break yeah. yeah. you break them apart. Little joke on the on the stick. That that's the cool. That's the difference, though, because you have something called I don't know self control. Now, yeah, that you, you try, try right, mm-hmm. so you'll have one popsicle. As
5: a kid, you'd eat like six in a row. You know, look at, looking back, Kavino. The fudge
4: sickles were even better. Looking back,
5: <laughs> I was I'm a uh, oh, you know what, know what my daughter loves? And I introduced her. I was like, dad loved these when he was a kid. I was at the supermarket, and I picked up some strawberry shortcake uh, ice cream bars. Oh, yeah, the best. Or the chocolate. So ones, yeah. Oh, the chocolate ones. There was a, uh, I don't know if they were awful or awesome, and I don't remember because to me, I may have loved them just because I was a big wrestling fan as a kid, but do you remember the wrestling bars from the ice cream man? Course, They're like the dude. cakey. Man, oh, I chased like, the ice
7: cream man as far as I can chase him.
5: <laughs> My dad had a great trick. My dad would shuffle around trying to look for money until the ice cream man was far enough away. Yeah. And he's parent. like, oh, here's no a dollar. No parent had a dollar when you needed one. Never. Uh, Mike in
7: Montana, you're on the show. Cavino and Rich doing it back, reminiscing on a Thursday.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, you guys kind of touched on all of them, but uh, seasonally speaking, I would say peeps the uh oh. the little
7: marshmallow I love them. Rich yeah. Rich has this theory where now that they've become so accessible for every holiday they're not as good as far as novelty.
5: Yeah, I used to like to look forward to peeps at Easter and I would house them, but now that they're like Halloween peeps and Christmas peeps, I it took it away from me a little bit. But, but I, I did like them. I still do. Man, if he's talking about holiday treats, that's a whole separate conversation. Oh, forget oh my it,
7: Kevin yeah, uh, in Hawaii. The second I saw that little bunny uh, going, bark, 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 bark,
5: bark. oh, you know, he that said he said seasonally, it's not a holiday, but that was the Cadbury cream. Uh, if you yeah. if you told me calories didn't count and we were all just gross, realistically, how many Girl Scout cookies could you eat? Real, s- Samoa's the whole box. If uh, I really a, want. Sleeve, a sleeve of Indi- way Yeah, individual uh, cookies or boxes? Spot, I could I house a few boxes. Spot, can you, eat, th- I, you can eat thin mints by the sleeve? One or two, did by. I found it.
9: out I had a pine- uh, a coconut allergy because of Samoa's. Oh, really? Yeah, just because I ate so many of them. <laughs> True story. <laughs> True story. All of a sudden, my throat started to swell. Maybe it was, yeah, no, I'm with you. Wow, That's why I'm so a Camino good, guy.
5: Samoa's. Yeah, yeah they're Maybe so good. it was Camino quantity guys. over
8: al- allergy. Maybe, maybe that was the problem.
5: Yeah. Yeah, Man, some, honestly, Samoas, though, you could eat a whole box. So That's ridiculous. All right, uh, do we go to Kevin in Hawaii? No, no. Uh, Kevin in Hawaii, what's up, man?
10: Oh, man, you guys hit it out of the
11: park
5: with the Fun Dip. That was just like blasts from the past. Well, because you think Fun uh, Dip, Kevin. And I'll, I'll, you give, yeah, I'll let you give your point, yeah, Kev, but yeah. I'm telling you, think of Fun Dip, we really were just, our parents Like, must have been like, are they really just eating flavored sugar with a little stick? That's really what it of is. Of course. That's what it is. Oh, anything else come to mind, Kev? My fingers would be stained.
7: <laughs> you know how you rolled with those? Yeah. Like If you had to share with a
4: sibling, you gave your sibling the stick. He said about the stained fingers. Now it's kids with the hot Cheetos. Yeah.
5: You know, that, that, is a, that is a rage. And Takis. Uh, There's you you know songs what? about it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't mind hot Cheetos, but that is definitely a younger kid. Like You go to a convenience store. And that's what it kid, kid will get every note. time, right? My yeah. kid
7: is addicted to takis, and there's all these different flavors. But yeah, yeah, uh, fun dip, the lick a stick—that is classic stuff that we used to house. So Danny
5: G, you're a hip hop guy. Do you remember rap snacks? Oh yeah, that's
7: <laughs> crazy. yo. The rap snacks I, for sure. And they had well, all those random flavors like pi- like pickle potato chips, the and-
9: Cardi B chips were the best chips <laughs> that I- best you ever had, right? And cheddar <laughs> and barbecue. I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I Is that it. real? Yeah, No, 100%. I tweet, you can find the tweet probably about four years ago.
7: They were magnificent. Can't find them anymore. Rap wow. snacks. I'm telling you, like I said, I grew up with this. My dad had candy and soda all throughout the house, all the inventory. I had all the snacks you can imagine. Drake's Cakes to, like you said, Beach Nut to cakes, too? Uh,
5: <laughs> yeah,
7: yeah. So, I mean, these are the snacks we grew up on, guys, and it all comes from the Uncrustable story. Enjoy your PBJs. Enjoy your snacks. And if we don't get to your phone calls, hit us up at Covino and rich on social media.
5: We have a very exciting weekend ahead of us first. Let's do it. No pick six, a pick four this week. Let's go. Um, we've been doing this for the past like month or so, and I'm loving it. Uh, Lorena, only person to go six and O oh ever. Also the only person to go. Oh, and six. So congratulations.
3: Thank you, thank you. This past week I was a little, you know, sad about it.
5: Uh, listen, no what I think the best person did four and two this past week. Uh, so it's five and one silly. Again. Goose. You silly goose. Danny G <laughs> always one away. Yeah, dang it. So we're gonna go through all four of these games. Now this week the, the rub not really a rub, we're gonna do the point spread because I think if we all just did moneyline, I think we'd agree on too many of these because I mean I think some of the favorites are favorites for a reason. I don't know if they'll cover the big points, though. So, let's get into it. Let's start with Texans at Ravens. I'll start with you, Steve Cavino. Let me give you a little fun fact, by the way. I looked at the last three years. Home teams in the divisional round in 2020, the 2020-2021 season, home teams in this round went 3-1. In 2021, the home teams went 1-3. Okay. And last year, the home teams in this round went 3-1. So, there's no rhyme or reason. It's not like... All the home teams in division mm-hmm. will always win. So what's the spread in this one, Rich? Let's start with Texans at Ravens. Ravens by nine and a half.
7: Now, I think the Ravens are gonna win. I'm not going with that spread though. So Texans for me. Oh, you like the points. I just huh? think their offense is way strong. I think their defense is stronger than we thought. We saw that last week. But I think CJ Stroud just he makes plays happen, makes it happen. I'm not saying that the Ravens' defense is bunk, but I think it's to be closer than that. So, yeah, Texans for me. Uh, my
5: thought is this. I think this game is closer than you think, but you know what 9.5 reeks to me? It reeks to me that Ravens Ravens are winning by a score. Texans fail to deliver on a fourth and something in the fourth quarter, and the Ravens get some BS field goal just to pad it, win by 10. And you just cover. So I'm going Ravens, but just to cover, I could see like 30 to 20, 27, 17, something where it's it's uh, it's closer than the score appears. So I'm going to go Ravens cover the 9.5. I see it happening
7: where the Ravens are winning, but the Texans do something to make it more exciting, make it closer, Ooh, but okay. just fall short.
5: Okay. Uh, Dan Byron, we'll go to you now.
7: I am on Team
9: Cavino. Yeah! Again, the first week of the season, Ravens beat the Texans pretty handedly. Stroud was sacked five times. I don't think that happens this time around. Give me the Texans to at least cover.
4: Danny G? You know how big of a C.J. Stroud fan I am, and I've been thinking over this game for a few days now. I just think the Ravens are going to pull away late. As much as I like the Texans, I think in the fourth quarter – the Ravens get on the board again for like a 12 point
7: win. The championship rounds yeah. go to the Ravens. Yep. All
5: right. Uh Larena. I'm
3: not really good with this whole point system, fellas. So
5: here's how it goes. Do you think the Ravens yes. will win by nine and a half or more? Do you think the Ravens yes. will win by double digits? One hundred percent. Okay. You. So you're going Ravens. All right. Uh Spotty Boy, round it out.
8: Yeah, I think Ravens. Ravens. I think they can I think they can cover the nine and a half. You're so Ten. you're so Raven. I'm so Raven.
5: All right, uh, Packers (laughs) at Niners. Oddly enough, same point spread. Nine and a half, according to DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, I'll start and... Call me a homer. I think everyone's loving this Packers hype and Jordan love and everything that's going on. The Niners are you rested. Mean those dirt bags? They're healthy. They're rested. This is their year. If not now, then when? I think the Niners win by 17. I think this is I think this game's not as close as people want it to be. So 49ers. Seventeen. Maybe more spot. I think
7: they're exhausted from yelling at all the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. No, I'm just kidding. Um Nine and man a half. Rich, a healthy 49ers team. At home, I'm going 49ers. I'm with you all the way on that one. I really am. I'd be really surprised. I said yesterday that if the Packers beat the 49ers, that would be like Douglas beating Tyson. That would be a major upset yeah. to me. A 9-8 and eight Packers team, I get it. They got momentum, but they're young, and I do think it's a slap back to reality. So, 49ers. Danny G, what you got, man?
4: Here's a stat for you, Richard. Niners are 0 and 5 against the spread in their last five home games. Wow! Ooh. All right, I research. I, I love it. I, I think your Niners win, but Green Bay covers in the fourth quarter.
5: Okay, there you go. Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna. The, that sounds like a pack. fun game. Though. I'm
8: gonna jump on that because I I feel the same exact way. So I'm gonna take Packers on this one spotty thinking the packers cover late or
5: does anyone think the packers are going to win this one or just cover i think they might but i'm not going to say that
7: because hey, i wouldn't buddy. be surprised the way this is going for you. i'm rooting for you oh, yeah I'm rooting you, can, for you can root
5: for the packers but i mean if think. you if you genuinely think the packers are going to win the game I mean, do jordan, anything jordan love would have
4: to have the game of his life anything is possible.
9: do a little money line action yeah.
5: all right uh Dan Byer. Yeah,
4: guys,
9: let's make it a threesome. Give me the Packers.
5: There you oh, go, nice. Packers wow, for DB nice. and Lorena.
3: Reina. More's a crowd. Give me, uh, give me 49ers.
7: All right, there we go. Wait, 49ers. hold on, Dan Byer. Though you think that the 49ers are going to win, though, right? Yeah, probably. Okay, yes. I'm not as much
9: of a believer as Hey man, Rich I hope yeah. I'm
7: wrong because that means it's going to be an exciting game. Look, I'd, I'd just prefer to see an exciting game than be right here.
9: Green Bay's running game with Aaron a healthy Aaron Jones makes them a different team than they have been all season.
5: That is true. Uh on our Overpromise podcast, I put a prop bet up there and I'll read that to you in a minute and I think it's uh one of my favorites. Let me let me get a few I just guys. tell people
7: to go to Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page, episode 31 and 32. The fact that you
5: know that by heart <laughs> makes me love you. But but I didn't I did a, a it's a a oh. bet that involves an Aaron Jones Anytime touchdown, Anna McCaffrey anytime touchdown okay. combined with a couple other ones, sure. and it's a pretty good, pretty good uh, same game parlay. All right, uh, let's go, Bucks Lions. I'm Lions by six and a half. As much as I love Baker Mayfield, the Honolulu Blues are out. I'm going again with the favorite. I don't want to be the guy that's getting all the favorites, but Hey, we're going with the spread, so the Lions got to win by six and a half. The Lions by a touchdown? I I
7: I am with you all the way. We already went over the storylines. Forget about the Honolulu Blue. We already (laughs) talked about the blue-collar atmosphere. Eminem's going to be there. You know, People's aunts and uncles are going to be there. They're willing to pay $1,000 a ticket because it means so much to them because it's been so long since 91 that they've gone this far. Lions. Give me the Lions all
5: day playing at uh, home. They La got it. Raina, what you got?
3: I was thinking the Buccaneers for this
5: one. Okay, Bucks yeah. covering the six
4: and a half. There we go. Danny G. Too many points here. I think this is going to be a very competitive game. Lions will win by a field goal, so give me the Bucks and the points there. Wow.
8: Let's go, uh, Spotty Boy. A lot of the predictions I see say Lions at least by a, a touchdown, so I'm going with Lions on this. All so right. doing a little research, and I'll DB rounded out. Lions as well. I
9: think the pressure's off this week as opposed to last week. By
7: yeah. the way. Dan Campbell gets me fired up. I don't know how... You know what I mean? I'm not on the team. I'm like, this guy's the man. He is. He To me, he's like the... As Shia LaBeouf would say, the epitome of what I a football coach could Covino. be. I you, You've been on the Baker
4: boat all season. I, dude,
7: I do love him. I like him as a player. I think he's fun to watch. If you, right? if Three you lose,
4: career playoff games, seven TDs, and just one pick. If you lose your parlay
5: on Baker, you're going to be mad at yourself. Hey, no.
7: Hey, like I him. said, I, I'm rooting for him, but i got to go with what I really
5: think. I think the Lions yeah. got this. All right, all right. And uh, round it out. We'll start with you, Danny G. Uh, okay. the, I think the toughest game of the week, and we'll be watching it together. You guys are more than welcome yeah. to come over. We'll have a little, little food. Let's go Chiefs at Bills. Bills by two and a half. That is the key. Oh, two and a half man. under a field goal. Crazy.
4: Yeah, and I just think this is the Bills season. They were also my pick prior to the season starting, my okay. Super Bowl pick. So I'm going to stay with them. The Bills, they win by seven.
5: All right, Bills.
7: Can Danger. I go before I change my mind? Yeah. Cavino here. You know, I was. Uh-oh. I was Bills all the way, and then all of a sudden something in my gut just now. Because I'm like, this is their year, and... Josh Allen's in his zone and they're playing tough and yo know, I don't know something inside me just said Patrick Mahomes got that magic still man and they rally around him and this is where they get it all together cuz there's something about them still being the Chiefs that they buy into at this time of the year maybe it's Chiefs. Just like, maybe it's just that burrito you had for lunch maybe, yeah, maybe, it's that. <laughs> maybe that's it i'm, I'm going to, i was i wanted to see bills but my oh, something just right, now spot. Right. just now changed my mind I
8: as, as same as Danny G had the Bills going all the way. They were my pick for Super yeah. Bowl, um, so I'm going to stick with them. Bills, damn buyer. I uh, uh, Harrison Butker <laughs> has kicked
9: ten field goals in the last two games that meant something for the Chiefs. They've got a problem in the red
7: zone. Give me Buffalo to cover. Okay, again Buffalo by two and a half. La Reina. Uh,
3: um. Uh. Yeah, I'm doing Buffalo on this one.
5: Okay,
7: the bills. Bills. You know, everybody. I heard Stephen A. losing his mind the other day. Like, this is their year where they get it done because the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs anymore. But something in 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 me just now said, "Nah, they're going to
5: get it together." And I'm I'm, man, I'm going against what I see. It's like what you want versus what you think is going to happen. And there's something in me that's weird. There's something inside of me that's weird too. That. Makes me feel what Cavino's feeling, which is I, I can't Mahomes in the postseason. I, I know it's on the road. I'm going Chiefs too. Even if they might lose the game, but two and a half.
2: It could and be. Don't you think they're yeah. turning
7: it around a little bit though? Yeah. In the past oh. few weeks, maybe I'm
5: watching too many. Maybe I'm watching too many Nick Wright clips maybe. on Instagram. Yeah, I don't know.
2: I'm Diosa. and I'm Mala. We're the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast.